garbage shoot where we'll be discussing episode three of the bad batch which i will now lovingly refer to as four men and a little lady (laughs) um (laughs) it's jake quellen here i will be hosting this week and first let's say hello to everyone mr deacon you hosted Obi Wan Kenobi's a bitch. Oh man, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> no trigger words, please. Let's go. Oh Let's man, go. you son of a bitch! <laughs> uh, so Miss V's a little fired up, uh, <laughs> but now she gets to drop some more Clone Wars knowledge on. Maybe it'll bring her back down to earth. Look, it's going to take about? a lot of lavender and soothing essential oils to bring me back down. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy D, how you liking chilling on the couch instead of pushing buttons? Um, I'm kind of digging it. I kind of, I, I like it. My cat came to join me. She's, Aww. she's knocked the hell out. So, uh, no, <laughs> I'm liking it. It's nice to see the set and all of your memorabilia. Hopefully we'll be able to get people onto the set at some point in the very near future. Yeah. And uh, I guess finally we have everyone's favorite mass hole, Daddy Louie. Yeah. Hello, children. Okay. So. We're talking about the Bad Batch. We all know that I have questions because I don't know anything. So I've been trying to watch some Clone Wars this week. So thanks, Ms. V, for the suggestions. Um, I think I'm actually going to post that on the Facebook page. So if you are catching up with me, I'm going to post a list of Ms. V's suggestions on the specific episodes of Clone Wars that you need to see to know what's going on because it was a really specifically ones that focus on either the culture of the um clones during the clone wars or anything that really will tie into the bad batch or the inhibitor chips or anything that you really need to know um to kind of watch the bad batch i mean i obviously watch everything but there are some specific episodes at least thus far um that you need to watch and if there is anything that i think in the next episodes that i see i will definitely add to that list for everyone yeah. And it's, it's been great. I haven't made it through the whole list, but I, it's definitely gotten me into this and I, every episode I'm like, Oh, this is why that one. And this is why that one. So it's really excellent. Thank you so much. I'm, Do you I'm mind sure if I ask what episodes uh, that I've suggested that you watch so far? I think I'm, I'm not, I'm through the season three. I've watched like five verse five or oh, six wow. episodes. I'm, nice. Yeah. Good job. Because I realized that background watching doesn't work very well with my ADHD brain. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, Anyway, so I want to start this week with the most, maybe the most startling thing that happened in the episode. Um, So we're learning that Django Fett's baby batter is degrading or whatever. And we have some new recruits and... (laughs) why the episode's called the replacements 
Uh, at least that's what I'm assuming. Baby that's why it's bad. called that. Yeah. All right. Um, so, God. good soldiers follow orders. Louis, what do you think about uh, Crosshair in charge? Um, <clears throat> so, Crosshair is an interesting character. Um, we talked uh, in our previous podcast about um, people doing like, I guess (laughs) it's hard to, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I want to, I want to like him and I want to, uh, I want to feel sorry for him um, because I think that the rest of the squad does, you know, especially Hunter in this episode, you know, he's like, you know, we shouldn't have left him behind. Um, you know, somebody else had said to him, you know, don't blame him. It's not his fault. It's what he's programmed to do. So I want to like him. Um, but it's really difficult to, get behind a character that's that menacing right so we haven't seen in star wars we really haven't seen um too much death like like blatant like killing you know what i mean we saw anakin in revenge of the sith kill the younglings right um and we saw him. I, I mean, I guess he 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 also killed the Tuscan Raiders in in Episode Two. Um, but the younglings and, that and, was implied. That was well. well that's what I'm. Yeah, I, we, yeah. We, we've seen a lot of implied murder. Sure. I mean, we haven't seen a lot of implied murders. You know what I mean? Like, um, we've seen troopers fall. Obviously, lots of Clone Wars stuff. You see troopers fall. But this but episode to deliberately was see like innocent up, people. Like, Like, I mean, this was innocent people, right? Like, yeah, we didn't see them die again. It was implied, but, but one of those um, troopers had a flamethrower. I mean, what? And, (laughs) and she utilized it. Right. Real. real, uh, Yeah. It's tough. I mean, I don't, it was um, a dark episode. Yeah. And, you know, looking towards the future, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. If I may, I'd kind of tag on what you were saying, because I also, want to really feel bad for crosshair because as we we're seeing it's something that we experienced vividly in the clone wars we kind of saw the after effects of with um kane and jarris and rebels the betrayal of the clone troopers was devastating absolutely devastating and um it is it's something that's absolutely heartbreaking these these characters that we've loved that we have seen the good in for years and years and years do the almost terrible thing. And I think for crosshair, the what, what, what I'm struggling with is we have those, what three or four episodes of clone wars where we meet him. And he's always been kind of like quiet. You know, we don't really get to know him at his core as a good person. Like we have people like Rex or Cody or Wolf or the other clone troopers. So when he turned, what we had was a character who was already already aloof. And, you know, so it's like, is he, is this who he is or is this the inhibitor chip? And we don't really know for sure. Because we are basically told in the episode before that his inhibitor chip worked kind of. Like, it didn't turn him immediately into a murderer, but like geared him that way. So it's like, well, how much of that 
and his actions is just him. So it's really hard to like pity a character that you don't know, like had if his inhibitor chip hadn't functioned at all, would he have been like, well, they're killing these guys. Those are orders, you know? And I think that's what's the struggle for me to really pity and feel bad for him is I don't know what he would be without that chip malfunction. But didn't they like pump it up? Like they amped it up so that he just is like, in this episode, in yeah. this episode, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we haven't heard a lot from Mr. Deacon. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about? I was, I couldn't believe that moment. What did you think about it? Uh, <clears throat> when it comes to like, let's you know, everybody's talking about crosshairs. Um, we really, like I said, we, we really don't know how affected he was by his chip. I think he, regardless of that chip, he whether he had it or not. He was going to be, like he said, the good soldier. Because even when Hunter told him this, he pretty much listened to Hunter. Now Hunter's not the leader no more. Now he's going to listen to Admiral Chuck. That's that's just, he just follows orders. But you can see that he has the confidence that something is bothering him. That it, But he's going to do what he got to do regardless. But I feel like in the end, there's going to be a confrontation again. And Hunter's going to have to make a choice. That's just... That's just me. Um, as far as Omega, she went hard. She went hard, you know, because it's not a lot of people, regardless you're a clone or not, gonna go down the hole and just do what she gotta do. We're not so there overall yet. me, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying the overall episode was was cool. To me, yeah. it's more like a filler episode, you know, yeah. but it, it is what it is. So, you know, let's mm-hmm. let's see what we got, you know. Yeah. And and one more thing, Obi-Wan's still a bitch. And it is what it is. I think oh it's really my funny. my God. No, I think it's really funny that we were just <laughs> talking about Obi-Wan. And then Louis like, Louis like, he's just doing what he's told. He's a good soldier. He's like following orders. And that was the complete opposite argument of his Obi-Wan. So I'm like, really, Louis? That's the first thing he said. Louis, I won't take no more shots. I won't take no more shots at Obi-Wan. I'm Tommy sorry. thoughts? <laughs> um... On what? On Crosshair or Obi Wan? The whole that whole moment that was just really dark. I was like, um, this is a cartoon. I, I feel like Holy it was. Cow. Yeah, I I, <sighs> I don't want to say it was necessarily the darkest moment in Star Wars, but it was certainly one of the most darkest moments yeah. in Star Wars. Well, I'm a newbie, so speak to me. Tell me about <laughs> so <laughs> dark moments. The, I think the the only other time that we've seen something like that was in um the force awakens when we see the uh the troopers wipe out that town yeah um like just mercilessly and finn you know finn is like he's like yeah this is not cool i don't want to engage in this but and even that uh that you know going back to uh um bad batch that asshole stormtrooper that was there, you know, he was, yeah, he was a jerk, but although he was a jerk, he still said, you know, I signed up to be a soldier. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up to be a murderer. So, you know, and we hear him earlier, you know, he was like, yeah, you know what? The empire feeds me. It gives me a place to live. You know, he was doing it for a job. You know, it was like, you know, he's just a, he's a Joe. He's just a regular average Joe. Um, so he was an asshole, but we did, we did get to see his morality. Um, and he got killed for it. He got killed for his morality. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah. he got, I mean, uh, crosshair, okay. <laughs> crosshair shot him. 
Um, yeah. Crosshair shot the uh, the initial uh, uh, rebel soldier who said, you know, even if I did know where he was, I wouldn't tell you. Um, boop, like shot her too. It's like they're shooting the humanity. Yeah. So, yeah. So now at this point, do we like, you know, I, I agree, Miss V, with what you're saying, you know, Mr. Deacon, you know, the inhibitor chip, you know, does it amplify who you are? You know, so Crosshair, if Crosshair was already an asshole to begin with, it's going to make him a bigger asshole, you know, because we see Rex struggle. I mean, would would Rex have murdered innocent people? I don't know. I really want to think that he wouldn't. I mean, Rex is my guy, but despite the fact that he was pointing his pistol at Ahsoka, shaking his hand was he still went after her. I mean, despite the fact that he was fighting it, he was aware of what he was doing. You know, he still fought it. But he still shot a so shot at Ahsoka. He still went after her. You know, I think this episode, in my mind, lays a really interesting groundwork for the stormtroopers because yeah. it is one of those things where it's like, well, why would you join to fight for the Empire? And what we see is, uh, I think probably right now we're no more than a few weeks out, probably from the end of Episode Three. Yeah. The Empire is still very new, so we have to assume that. Tarkin and um, Palpatine have been recruiting people who are not clones for a while. There's no way they found four people, got them trained up into the troops in the last few weeks. This is something that's probably been happening in the works for a while. So we almost see like the start of the stormtrooper program here, because when we eventually meet the stormtroopers, I guess when all of us met the stormtroopers most likely was in episode four, they're Oh, or the holiday was, special. Bro, you know, no, that was after episode four. Get your shit together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, told you. I don't want to say they're like mindless drones, but they're very much like, we do this, this is this, this, this. Like they are. So that's kind of why when you meet in episode seven, Finn was such an anomaly. The fact that he rips his helmet off is like, I don't want to do this. Like, yeah. so it's almost like what they're doing to crosshair. I, I wonder if we're going to see down the line, if they implement some sort of chip or programming or training that makes people more subservient because the, the, the stormtroopers are definitely not under the same control. No, they're not. That the clone troopers are, but they are still as almost mindless well, in what I, they're doing. I know it's not, it's not canon anymore, but there's a, there's a book called, I, I think it's called allegiance. Um, and it deals with a squad of stormtroopers who they, uh, they're part of a of a group that goes to a town to wipe out this town and this squad of stormtroopers they're very much like an a team there's you know they're you know each one has a specialized skill set um they did not participate in the murder of this town um and they ended up going on the run they were they became fugitives they were still wearing their armor they were still you know identifying as stormtroopers basically um but they would not murder innocent civilians. Um, eventually Mara Jade links up with them and, you know, they go on a bunch of adventures, but they're hunted by the empire. Um, yeah, but it does show that, you know, although the stormtroopers, you know, they are in, in indoctrinated and they are to an extent brainwashed, but they're still, they still have more individuality and more free will than the clones ever had. 
Yeah. And I love that moment that was, um, I, I don't, I, I don't remember the, uh, stormtrooper's name, but the blonde one who ends up getting shot to the chest, basically, who's like, Hey, I joined up because the empire has, is promising me more than the Republic ever suggested they could give me. And that is something that, um, I think it's one of those things where we, because a lot of people have only seen the movies or there's only so much stuff that we've really seen that like we often forget what it was like for the average citizen yep. in the Republic or the empire. We see it from the Jedi's perspective or the clone troopers perspective. But the fact is these are people who are suffering in the midst of war. And then you have the empire coming together saying, we have ended the war. We are going to unite the galaxy. We are going to give you this and that. Why would that not be alluring at all at the start if you were not, you know, involved behind the scenes? So it's not surprising to me at all that there were people even before Vampire came saying like, we are going to need people to replace clones. We need people to fight for us. We're going to promise you this. We're going to take care of you afterwards. It makes complete sense why people joined up, why we have. Yeah. Absolutely. People who signed up because we we meet Finn and other people who were taken as kids, but now we're seeing people who joined up willingly and it makes complete sense why they did. I mean, why wouldn't you? If you're a poor Republic citizen, they're saying we're going to give you a military salary and a bonus and a house and a brand new Ford F-150. Like, come (laughs) (laughs) come join the Empire. Like, why wouldn't you? Yep. Oh, wow. Well, I want to I want to elaborate a little bit on the inhibitor chips. And we were all talking about that. We don't know what crosshair would be if that inhibitor chip wasn't there. So um, I wanted I want to talk about the rest of the guys and their um, their exceptional skills, you know, I, for but for a second, I just want to talk about how cute wrecker is he's our little like cowardly lion of the group <laughs> so cute this episode <laughs> um so they all have enhanced skills <laughs> i want uh you know so hunter is the master tracker he's the leader uh wrecker is the tank uh crosshair was their sniper but he of course is yeah where he is right now tech is the genius echo is the cyborg more machine than man. Okay. We don't know what Amiga is yet. <laughs> she has unrevealed power. She did track the cute little Ordo moon dragon. Um, but what are, what are your predictions? Where, what are, where are we going with Omega? Let's start with Mr. Deacon. Cause he tried to derail me before. And I was like, now we're talking about her. What's she going to try to derail you? What's she going to do? Uh, What's her That's power? Question right now, I, I, it's not enough information out to really say what to me. What Omega is no. obviously she's pretty fearless. She she wants to be one. She has a camaraderie that she's built with with you know with with the squad. I, I really don't you know know her her ability right now. Obviously, she did what Hunter. Do. I mean, what she was doing was pretty much common sense anyway. So right yeah. now. Her ability right now hasn't really, to me, come out yet. Right. You know, we'll, we'll find, yeah. If if she has an ability, have any because, I mean, throw some. Yeah, she may or may not wall. because she is the like the first female, right? She's the first female yeah. clone, right? So we really don't know what she can do besides maybe make some more clone. I don't know. You know, we'll see. We'll have She's to see. gonna mother some clones. We, we, <laughs> is that what you're saying? We we don't know. We we don't know. You know, not 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 yet. 
So yeah. I'm just going to have to be reserved and, you know, just keep watching yeah. episodes and yeah. seeing what she's going to develop into. But like I said before, she's she down for whatever. It is what it is. At a very young age, she's fearless. She's not afraid. So yeah. we'll see, you know. Louis, do you have any thoughts? Uh, I'm going to throw a wild prediction out there and say she's not a clone at all. She's actually a legitimate child of Jango Fett. That's why she's female and not male like the other clones. And that, uh, you know, after Jango Fett passed, um, the Kaminoans, how do you say their name? I don't know. Kaminoans? Kaminoans. Kaminoans. Thank you. Kaminoans. I would have said I would have said Kaminoans, but I really don't. Know. It's it's Kaminoans. <laughs> Kaminoans. Kaminoans. Yeah. Okay. Wait. 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 So, My Louis, who is her mama then? We don't know yet. I, I don't is even it, have a. Pro- so I don't even have an. Oh, no, I, I've I got a theory on that. that. Go what ahead, he's then. saying yeah. is that Django Fett fucks. Right. Obviously. And then the the and then after Django died, I want to know. You know the. Kaminoans, they went and, um, you know, got her to protect her, but also because she is the most purest. She is, she is the, the purest. Pure. She is the purest, the most purest. Uh, uh, blood and specimen that they have Ew, to Django, uh, for them to make these more of these superior clones because as you mentioned in the beginning of this episode you know the baby juice is running out batter, baby uh, batter baby batter the baby, baby batter, batter. <laughs> the baby batter from uh Django is running out and uh omega is their purest source of that uh because she is she's actually pure uh, yeah, because she's young she's young we don't we don't know who who the mama no, we don't know where real, she's a real she doesn't look anything like Django, which makes me think that she looks more like her mother neither do the bad batch as a whole they all like fucked up well noses. sure because right because they're older and as they got older they they're a bad batch. Yeah. yeah I, bad I personally batch. think that she is a clone because it is highly suggested that the Kaminoans, Kaminoans, whatever. I'm glad I'm not the only one that struggled they, with that word. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. They Kaminoan. were starting Kaminoan. to experiment. They obviously experimented with the bad batch to see what they could create. It makes complete, like, the, they are so obsessed with cloning. It makes sense that they would say, could we just make a female out of having male DNA? Like, it wouldn't surprise me if she was just test number one. And make maybe her whole power is literally the fact that she is a female clone from a male. Maybe there is nothing else. Like maybe it she is something to humanize the the bad batch and or who knows. But like I I think that she is a clone um, only because the Kaminoans don't seem to give a shit about humanity. Like it wasn't like they were saying, "Hey, we're gonna put in this kill switch." That will not only affect adults but children, and they were like, "Well, that seems morally wrong. Maybe we should shouldn't do that." Like they don't give a shit about actual humanity, so why would they care if Django Fett banged some woman and made a kid and he dropped them <laughs> because off? Because they wanted like, her. They wanted her blood. But then no, they would have. I, I think there's more to it. That. If they wanted her blood, they'd have been like, "Well, Django Fett's blood is running out," but you know. 
we can use the child's like you know they oh, they would have started like siphoning her blood years before no, there's more to that's it. why i think she was a clone they never expected her to leave like clearly that they never expected anything that's happened since the series has started they're all taken for a loop i think that she is a clone i think she was the next stage in experimentation to see maybe that was the whole thing what if we start a colony on planets and we expand I mean, she could have been the start of a breeding program, as disgusting as that is to say, because I know she is a child. But again, she is the first of the first. They have to test with something. Maybe she is literally just like a science experiment. As a kid, we all say, I wonder if I can burn this piece of paper or this shit only because I have a lighter in this thing in front of me. Let's see what happens. They may have just been like experimenting to see, can we do this? Cool. We no, can't. What is this for the future? It. So like, I'm starting knows? to think, have have any of you guys seen the movie Multiplicity? Because I'm like, oh, man, yeah. what if the clone mates with the clone? And can, I, get can I give my theory? Can I? Yes, I am getting to you. Can I, can I? Because I was saving you for last <laughs> because I know you have a big prediction. Drop a bomb on us, Tommy. Go. Can I, I just want to. Can I? Can I? Can I say a thing? I just want to say. That. So, yeah, first of all. We have to consider her name, Omega. That's the last, right? You've got the Alpha and the Omega. Alpha's the beginning, the Omega's the ending, right? So it's possible she is the last. She is the final. Maybe not the first of her kind, but she's the last of her kind. Um, There's a few little things that we hear that she drops. Um, She doesn't know what parents are, so she doesn't have parents. We know that. Um, She's never had her own room. We not we realize that we've seen that um, she's never been off Camino, so we we know that. Um, I don't think she's a clone. I think that she will in some way tie into Grogu because we what? are still because we know that the Kaminoans, I think anyway, were involved or responsible for. Grogu because we see a he's human but he's wearing the symbol of the Kaminoan cloners on his uniform in the Mandalorian so I think Omega may possibly be force sensitive I think they're trying to work with that um I think she was grown. I think she is straight up a test tube baby. I don't think she's a clone. So I think that there's a difference between, because a clone, you're, you're getting that genetic material from something and you're cloning think that. You're right. You're cloning that thing. <laughs> so, so, you think, wait, 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 wait. so you think that she got something from Grogu, even, you know, they said Grogu was at the Jedi temple. Yeah. Yeah. So you thinking that maybe he might've got captured. And I don't know. Because, you know, this technology stemmed, from somewhere, even in Mandalorian, where did they get the technology to say, okay, we're going to put this technology, we're going to take some metachlorines from this person and put it in a dark trooper? I get it. The Camille, they would be the ones to get the technology from. Yeah. So I, I feel what you're saying on that. But like, I don't think she. Most of most of my knowledge is coming from, um, or my, you know, my 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 guessing basically most of it just comes from the stuff that I know from the books, which I know that's off the table, but they're still pulling things from the books. They're still pulling little bits and pieces. So the Kaminoans, we know that their entire 
um, their entire culture revolves around cloning. Basically, you can have a baby to order. You know, like if, you know, you say, well, I want a boy with, you know, blue eyes and an eight foot long neck, you know, that's exactly what you're going to get. They, they, that's why when they look at the Bad Batch, they're disgusted by clones that didn't work because the Kaminoans are, they're obsessed with perfection because their entire culture is based on being able to create perfection. So okay. there, there are certain things that elude them. Now, in the books, we know that you, that every every force sensitive clone has gone batshit crazy. Every single one of them, for whatever reason, midi chlorians and cloning, the shit just does that's not the, work. That's in the books. So that was that Legends. Yeah, unfortunately, yes, okay. that's that's Legend. So, but, but we are seeing we are seeing some of that stuff being pulled into canon. So I'm wondering right, where just that's... like you said, yeah, like. It, he, well, here's some, just I'm because sorry. it's not canon now doesn't mean it couldn't be again. They're pulling little things. Yeah, I think they're going to pull little bits and pieces. But I do think that Omega, yeah, I think her name means something. I think there's a reason that they named her Omega. Um, well, you yeah. did mention last week that Omega, was it Omega Squadron, was a reference to... Um, to the books. Yeah, Omega so Squad, it could, yeah. That could, it could also just be like a throwaway like little could. like Easter egg. Not, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I, I really find it hard nowadays to like look so deep into lore and stuff to make predictions because um, obviously Disney Plus has come out with a lot of really, really big name. Um, and like Filoni is going to take right us now. on a journey. It doesn't matter. Right. Filoni is going to take us on a journey. So maybe on that was a, an Easter egg. Maybe we're going to, you know. But like, not just that. He's it's an evil genius. Journey, but like, we have to remember that was uh, only season seven. Technically, was Filoni under Star Wars? If I'm correct, right? Uh, so everything's. What do you mean? Well, well, Filoni obviously was making Clone Wars when it was on Cartoon Network. Yeah, that was canceled. And so when it picked back up under Disney Plus, it was season seven, right? Yes. So as far as we know. Season seven is where, like, okay, Filoni obviously had to meet with Disney and be like, here's my story. So we have to assume that Disney accepted everything before, but, like, season seven of Clone Wars, Disney had some kind of influence in what was happening. Um, But, like, even you had mentioned, like, you know, there is Omega. She is this new character, but there's also this reference in the books. I fully believe that they are pulling from the books. But, like, it it seems strange to me that um, I think I can't remember if it was the first or second episode, but Tarkin or someone mentions that there is five Bad Batch, basically. That was Kama Sutra who said that. Yeah, and so even if we do five, if we don't count actually Echo in that, who was never a part of it. No, he's not enhanced. There is someone else who is enhanced. And what we, Omega, as far as we know what mean enhanced, we just mean different and possibly beneficial. So we also, remember we all, and I I will not remember her name, but she is Kama Sutra as far as I'm concerned. But we also see her, she allows Omega to escape. Yes. When, when the Bad Batch is trying to leave, she hits that override button. So 
She knows what's up. And I think, I don't think that she's working against the prime minister. I think the prime minister has his agenda to keep, you know, business flowing. Like Mr. Deacon said earlier, you know, it's a business, you know, they're in the business of selling clones, but I think Kama Sutra also has her own agenda and oh, yeah. I think that she is tied closer to Omega than we know at the moment. More, more paternally tied to Omega. It completely makes sense if you think about it. Like it would be honestly really weird if they were like, "Hi, Omega, you are the only girl clone. We're gonna stick you in a dorm of all of your clone brother cousin clones." Like I feel like it, when they made or found or whatever Omega is. I feel like she has probably spent her entire life around Kama Sutra. Yeah. Which is very different than how every it's single canon clone. now. It's Kama Sutra. <laughs> it works in some context. It yeah. Mr. Mr. Deacon's trying to what what you've been trying to say something for a minute. What's up? No, I don't know what right check, right check, but uh <clears throat> I don't think she's a force sensitive because they would have had to capture Grogu a while ago. It doesn't add up. Like the 50 years ago? Add up. Huh? Like 50 years ago. Cause remember where we're at right now. Think True about that. it. We were how, how far after return of the Jedi is the Mandalorian. It's like eight seven years, years, seven five. or eight years. Five, they say five, yeah, seven. I, keep hearing, I keep hearing different stuff, but still they would have still had, they got a hold of Grogu yeah. beforehand to do any type of DNA mixing beforehand. Yeah. All we know is that they say that he was at the Jedi temple when Anakin decided to start slaughter people. That's what they say. But if you're going to start cloning and getting all this DNA, they would have had to have him beforehand. To sure. I mean, Grogu, could be, Grogu could I, be a clone of Yoda. And I thought about Oyato. I thought about that too. But we know Camino is involved. Camino is that? involved with Grogu in some way. We know that. The technology. I don't think his DNA. I think they move forward and they say, "Hey, now that we have the technology, there's a Yoda, a uh, alien. Let's do it then." But I don't think he had anything to do. I don't think that old girl is force sensitive at all. She's I would unique, not. I don't know. Be surprised though, like if yeah. the Kaminoans, because if we and I won't go into full detail because it's a whole fucking mess. But Master Siphon DS, who was like, "War is coming." I would not be surprised if he grabbed as much fucking DNA as he could and gave it to the Kaminoans. And who knows? Ooh, I, I, I he gave his DNA that, like, we're to the Kaminoans. The Kaminoans are pissed right now at yeah. the Republic slash Empire. If they had any of Yoda's like DNA on file, I would be sure as shit that like at some point they. I mean. Any DNA they probably got their hands on, they probably started like working with to clone. Mm-hmm. As soon as like the Empire's like, we're not gonna pay you anymore, they're probably like, we're gonna breed a whole bunch of these green assholes to kick the fuck out of you. <laughs> like, I would not be surprised if that was like their yeah. plan at all. Yeah, but they, but, but they, they I don't wait. think it fits with the timeline for sure. But Jackie, I mean, rain us back in. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of green <laughs> assholes, what do you think, Louie? Um <laughs> I don't. A lot of theories. A lot of like <laughs> speculation. I mean, the force sensitive thing is. Yeah, I mean, the force sensitive thing makes sense. Um, uh, uh, Star Wars in general. Um, 
even when you think that they're trying to make a show that doesn't involve the force, they somehow figure out a it's way to throw in the force, bit. right? Yeah. Exactly. So, like, we started watching The Mandalorian. Even Tommy was like, yes, we finally get to watch a Star Wars show that doesn't have anything to do with the force. Where did and you go, by the way? End of episode, end of episode, end of episode one. Boom! There's, there's uh, Grogu. But what did I tell uh, you? I said, and, and I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna on record. Everything revolves around the Force. I don't give a good goddamn what Tommy D say. <laughs> Everything revolves around the mother Force. I will, I, say, I will go on record right now. And literally, I, I think it was maybe three or four weeks ago. My husband woke up to me instead of being like, good morning, honey. And like typical shit people say, I rolled over and said, do you want to know why I don't like Grogu? Like, I'm not a fan of Grogu. <laughs> like, I'm not a fan of Grogu. Well, um, we're talking okay. about the Bad Batch, though. So. No, but well, let, me get this, let, me, let me, it is connected. And here's why. Um, I, I Let me be very clear. Visually, Grogu is adorable. I loved his moments. But I was also very excited to see something not Force related. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I am hoping that because of the fact that this has revolved around the clones, the clones have never had anything to fucking do with the Force. I am okay if they bring Jedi in as other characters, if whatever, but as long as the Force itself is not a centrifying thing that we have to deal with, I am okay with. And I'm really, really hoping that they Disney takes this opportunity in order to do so. So I'm holding, I'm holding strong with Dave Filoni, our Lord and savior, when it comes to <laughs> star Wars, <laughs> that that's going to be the fact, because that was honestly, for me, one of the biggest downsides of the Mandalorian. That was like episode two force baby. Yeah. Like, and then we had to deal with him carrying around force baby for two years. Um, but like, I'm, I'm really, I trust that they are not going to do that again because I got for them for you. within like a year, be like, I got some for you, V. Mm. I'm Tell sorry. Me. Tell me. Okay. So you remember the last when Ray, remember when Ray and Finn and all of them went down, Poe Dameron, they went down in that and they, and, and she force was able to communicate with that damn big ass snake. Don't remind what me. What did continue. she do today? She was able to connect with that damn moon dragon creature somehow, some way. They should have, they would have tore a hunter's ass to pieces. Yeah, because she's like to call him Falcor. She understood. Yeah. She understood. <laughs> So or, or she speaks parcel here. tongue. I'm Maybe she you. speaks parcel tongue. She's she's slithering. Well, but here, but here is the only reason Harry Potter asshole. Wait, Jackie. Harry okay. So we're in that, <laughs> and I, I I understand that, and I hundred percent believe that. But here's the thing: so either if Omega's a clone, that means they would have had to clone. Either they had two options: they either either that Django Fett was force sensitive and then made a clone. Or they clone, clone, killed, clone, killed, clone, killed until they got a some clone that was force sensitive, or Django Fett fucked and dropped off their force sensitive child. Like I, that's the reason why I don't believe. Or Sacrodius is DNA. So I had more stuff to talk about, but Ms. V is drunk and talks a lot, so (laughs) we're gonna skip all the other stuff and. I understand. We have three minutes left. I'm also keeping time. Thank you. Um, so we're going to skip all of the other stuff I had planned. And I, I want to hear from Tommy. You hated it last week. I want to know how you feel now. Um, 
I I didn't hate it. I just I I thought that it was underwhelming. I didn't right. hate it. You were disappointed. I was disappointed. So I'm wondering if your if your feelings have changed at all. And well, you said you hated it. They're not. <laughs> No, I said it was trash. trash. I didn't say, I said, I even, I said I didn't hate it. I said, it's trash. I don't hate it, but it's trash. Um, They're not winning me over with a filler episode. I can tell you that much. See, I liked this episode more than episode two. It was. I I loved Wrecker in this episode. Yeah, Wrecker Wrecker is everyone's teddy bear now. He's, you know, everybody loves Wrecker. But, you know, like, I I think that they're, they're, they're drip feeding us the stuff. So I am, I am enjoying it because I am really curious about Omega. I really want to know yeah. more. I have less I have less interest in the bad batch themselves and I find myself more interested in who the hell Omega is, what right. Omega is. Um the bad batch themselves, I could care less. Just show yeah. me Rex. Um <laughs> he's going to show up eventually. I'll be happy with that, but the rest of them kill the bad batch off and reveal that Damn. Omega is force sensitive and she's yeah. going to avenge the bad batch. Um and then she's going to end up dying too or maybe she'll link up with Ahsoka. And then I want to know who is going to play the live action version of Omega in the Mandalorian. In the Mandalorian. Omega. Yeah. Omega. Omega. Can I, um, okay. Can I ask a question of, no, of the we group? don't have time. Because, oh, <laughs> well, I'm going to do it. So, no. Help me out. So final thoughts. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, we'll, no, we'll record it. We'll record it after, but I do, I do want to do one round of this final thought. I want everyone, I challenge you to give a, a review or your final thought about the show in three syllables. You get three syllables. Wait, not three words, three nope. syllables. The Bad Batch. You get three syllables. The title is three syllables. You get three syllables. Okay. Yeah. Tommy. Okay. Um, not quite trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. That's better than last week. Okay. Louis. Oh, you gotta come back to me. Okay. Ms. V. Um why these dudes? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mr. Deacon. I can say kiss my ass or some bullshit. <laughs> some bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Louie. You want to come back to him next week or is he yeah. good? Next next week. We'll open Dark with Louie starting the show being like, fuck this show. Welcome to talking about the bad <laughs> So uh, I understand we're probably going to we're going to keep chatting, but we'll Tommy, we'll let Tommy decide if he wants to keep the rest of our conversation in here or not. But just in case not, I'm going to say thanks for joining us on episode two of Into the Garbage Shoot. Let's do this again next week, shall we? To hear all of our podcasts, look for Circle of Nerds on iTunes, iHeart, Pandora, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. And if you want to see these weirdos in their natural habitat, just look for Circle of Nerds on YouTube and Patreon. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.